Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I didn't know you was going to make it one of these nights. Can I sip with you? Oh, yeah, sure. You're going to make course. it a concert. See, you're not night. even ready to go to work. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. And then you got to cut the match's outfit. That's crazy. Come on. That's the type of shit you doing shit when you doing and getting paper. Why are you? Other niggas being lazy. Let's kick it off, cause it's never full gaze. Had a lady, she tried to graze me. Tried to graze I get her pregnant, she might have two or three babies. And what? That's how I'm tripping. living and chilling, cause I be pimping. And I be ducking on hoes like Bar Simpson. I need a bitch with blue hair like Mar Simpson. I'm getting homer, trying to get the dome. Do you smell the aroma of this marijuana? Put a nigga in a coma. Now bring it back, just like a spine. I start at six, but I don't never stop at nine. Don't let it go over your head. Yeah, I ain't scared. Can we get one more? Head bitches licking on my left leg. Cause I'm that nigga. I do it bigger. 
And I've been in the basement, but my name ain't Tigger. Oh, wait. Yeah. Damn. That's what you said. My shit too Ooh. big, can't nothing go over my head. Okay. That's what you said. I keep it going. Yeah. I keep on flowing. Come on. And everybody in the building, they be knowing. They be knowing. You say you dunking on niggas like Bob Simpson. Yes, sir. Well, I'ma follow up like Dominique Wilk. Come on. Because I'ma go. That's how you know. Trinidad James in the motherfucking home. Nigga, nigga, nigga. I said, all go everything. Nigga, yep. nigga. I had a girl with some good coochie, even had an earring in it. Just wait a minute. And let me tell you what I said, what I just said. Yeah, so she spread the legs. I seen the piercing. I'm like, really? This is what we doing? Mm. I chip my tooth because on the coochie I be chewing. You be chewing? On the coochie. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's nasty. I will be doing this shit since like the 80s. Like Ooh. the 80s. Yeah, that's how you seen. You chew on the coochie. Nav Green, he get mean. He be eating it. And don't be shan. Because you could tell from the way that he be tan through hey, meals that he on the dock. tell you about this dude and what he doing. Because every time he get the coochie, it be room. Yep. He be walking in listening to Lil Uzi. Ooh. I seen this nigga right here make a coochie smoothie. Ooh. Damn. Ooh. That's a manwich. I heard you made a whole coochie sandwich and you manned it. Damn. Listen that noise he just made. What the fuck was that? Do it one more time, my Jay. See, she go damn. <laughs> God damn it. Why you say that? Because now I want a coochie sound. <laughs> hey, man, welcome back to the 85 yeah. South Show. Let's go. It's not over, it's just back. Bring it back? Go ahead, go ahead. Alright, hold on. Well, let's get it right back where it was. This one right here is for the mothers and the cousins okay. and stepbrothers. This for the gangsters and the pimps and the hustlers. Come on. This for the crooks who reading books. Uh -huh. This for the pretty girls that's hung up on their looks. That's right. This for the niggas yeah. that do it bigger. Okay. This for the white folks with big figures. Big, big this for the foreigners. Mm. This for the immigrants. Mm. This for the niggas who be wearing all them crazy pants. This for the chicks with real hair that's longer than weave. This for the people who bought teeth that they didn't even need. Hey, uh, that was kind of mean. I think you talking about me with my uncircumcised jeans, but it's okay. Yeah, I get it right. These bitches make me walk down the steps like Willie Dynamite. I ain't playing. Hear what I'm saying? Trinidad James in the trap, and we ain't playing. You know it's down. Yes, sir. You know it's up. Yes, sir. J.O. went playing that pimping. That what the fuck? Yes, sir. Hey, man, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 85 South Show. Voted. This podcast was voted most likely to smell like weed. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Most likely. Most likely. <laughs> we got a very special guest in Come the trap with us today. Come on, man. You know, we on the whole street with this ghetto legend shit. Come on. So we went and got us a certified ghetto legend. Come on. Man, Eight this times. dude started off with a mixtape, giving them out in the city for the free, man. I'm talking about hustling everywhere you went, you saw him. I mean, I, I picked up one at the mall one day buying some shoes. Yeah. I fucked with it. I played it. <clears throat> Parlayed that shit to some of the, being part of some of the biggest hits. Yeah. Some of your favorite songs. Oh, 
all the way up. One of the coldest writers. Come one on. of the most creative motherfuckers that ever come through here, man. Very entertaining. Come on. Hey, man, you might know him as the shoe plug. Some Come people on. call the nigga Nick James. Come on. Some people call him Trinidad. He introduced himself to the hoes as just dad. Come on, man. <laughs> My plug <laughs> partner. Come on, man. Trinidad James. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. He's an arm short. His arm short. He's an 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 arm you had one of them them moments in hip hop that is you can't you can't even explain. You know, it's it's not too many people who had that moment where you take over the whole world on your first one. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that. You know, I don't even know what to compare it to because it's it's everybody knew that song. I mean, my daughter used used to be singing that shit when it first came out, and she was a little girl. I'm mean, like, whoa, pop the Molly. I'm sweat. That was that part too. And it was everybody. I mean, and it's just like that that energy that you created with that, like. I always wanted to ask, like, is it a level of pressure that comes with having one that's so major on your first one? Is it easier to never have to try to create that again, or do you continuously try to create that again? Um, it's all about the resources and knowledge that you come into it with it. Mm -hmm. um, if you asked me this question 10 years ago, I'd be like, nigga, this shit hard. Don't right. ask me this question right now. Right. Or whatever, but 10 years, <laughs> 10 years later, I still look good, I'm still successful, and I feel even better about the 10 years in front of me. I'm gonna tell you that it's a balance of both because <clears throat> when you do win big in the beginning, um, the resources that are open to you are amazing. It's great. Yeah. You know, um, the resources to make something else like that, it is there, but you have to understand your artist type. And what I mean by that is um, all artists do art, but some art is kind of not needed to be tainted by mainstream or whatever. I think that when you're making music, it has its different demographics for it. And so you could either get, you gotta understand what's good for your spirit outside of what's good for your um, bank account. However, that's what I'm gonna say to you. So I had to realize at an early, early age or in this game, that like he's like, do I really want to go through everything that it comes with having a number one song every single summer? But you can tell, that was just about to ask you that though, because it's like, when your song did first blow up, mm -hmm. you remember about the first two Halloweens after that? Yeah. All the kids dressed up as trendy. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. That song had like, long, long run. legs, man. Long life, as they like say. The like they ran. Yeah. On, on like, I mean, Justin Timberlake did it on Saturday Night Live. When I saw yeah. that, or yeah, one of those times, I was like, when I saw that, I was like, okay, you got to understand, I'm coming out of the real Atlanta streets yeah. with not a background in music. Yeah. I like my background is the streets and being an immigrant. Yeah. So for me, it's different. It's like, you have to get out of that, I can't speak for anybody else. For me, I had to get out of that phase of not deserving it, feeling like I didn't deserve it, or wondering if I deserved it. That imposter syndrome. That, that, that imposter syndrome, or just wondering. Like when you don't have no background in uh, that type of success in your whole family, and you're the first of the generation, you're the first of your kind, um, in your own family, you know, you, you, you gonna wonder. Did it's that human. come from like the blogs and the media though? Like what was aspect? That, what come what? Like you thinking that you ain't deserve it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Feeling like that. 
or feeling I, like I, what you were the other. I think that part of it would, you know, but I think also the reaction of the people around you um, that's closest to you that you know. Mm -hmm. Also, when you start to see those people change or people change for the good and the worse, uh, you start to realize you you start to realize you're doing something that matters. Gosh. You know, but if you don't know what you're doing just as yet, you're trying to understand like what matters. Uh -huh. Is it the moment? Is it me? Is it the music? Is it the money? Is it the jury? Like, what is it? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I had to wrap my head around uh -huh. in the beginning of the song. Is like, what is actually mattering right now? Bro, you dealt with the criticism better than any entertainer we done seen in the, in the industry. Hold on, before People we get on there and say what well, all kind of crazy shit about you, and I see you respond, I'm like, well, shit, I don't give a fuck, I'm straight. Like, cool. He get the criticism, but I don't think you be getting the applause. Like, if we just talking about, if we talking about this first single you had, yeah. all go, everything, that shit encapsulated what the club scene was like at it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't that. think people realize yeah. that shit. Like, it's that a, was, you gotta think about it, because I'm giving up. you the perspective Man, of a, a person, every, not yeah. a rapper going out, Dog, a person yeah. going out. MJQ, all these spots, all these clubs, like, it gave you the vibe of the after hours. And he was telling after you the, hours, the this motherfucker is geeked up on Molly, everybody yeah. feeling they motherfucking mm -hmm. self, nigga. That's like, why we did our 10 year anniversary concert at MJQ. Big Ten, baby, Big Ten, Big Ten, man. Yeah, a lot of motherfuckers tried to write you off in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. saying that you I want to understand the light to you, bro. Yeah. And all that the shit. thing that I understand now, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be honest with y'all, like, that my was the knowledge one. at... 10 years, and 10 years is not a lot in this game, but it's enough for me, the way that I paid attention to it, to just understand why people say the things that they say. The truth of it is kind of what you got to keep to yourself to know to, to not let that shit matter. How whatever is like, damn, is that shit true? Do I actually do I actually take this look from Martin? When I really when I realized that the things that people was like going viral off of wasn't actually true, and that shit don't really make no difference unless I really entertain it. Yeah, I was like, oh, nigga, yeah, I trip. I was like, you can't beat me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't beat me. Fuck you talking about. Like, you might get me down today because I'm human and I can't be goddamn 1,000 confidence every right. single day. Right. Or whatever, but nigga, I'm, this too will pass, like they say in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? So but, I'm I mean, it definitely passed, and I think it gave more, <laughs> more light to the shit. Like, every time a nigga see like, me on a big platform like this one right here, or whatever, at this point in time, I feel like they just wonder, like, damn. What that nigga got going on now? What the fuck? Like, yeah. I keep writing this nigga off, and he keep writing himself <laughs> back on. However, like, you, know, you don't control my narrative. You just control your perspective of the, the art. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did it make it? What's the nails? So these were dedicated to uh, my first album, I'll Go Everything. So I say, uh, Don't Believe Me, Just Watch. And then um, Dad for the Pinky. I did the gold chains, obviously, for the gold chains. That's the dollar sign, just I always do for my James. This is my Saucony sneaker, my first sneaker. And then this is me, old character. Wow. Yeah, I mean, my whole body is art. I look at tattooing as art. I don't look at it as like, oh, a job. It's like when you do it well, I don't look at my nail text. Like this is a black lady from Atlanta named Dasa Effects. How much she text you? Uh, these are these. Uh, you know, she could she could be up there. These a lot. It's a lot. I just I know how much the gel nails be for the like women. <laughs> yeah, I got that on my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. You they... know what I mean? They be asking you <laughs> twice when you ask for the. You sure you want gel? <laughs> <laughs> they pull that this that laminated sheet out. It's twenty yeah. extra. Yeah. Like, yeah, so I want that's that. why I just. Mm -hmm. I see how you looking at me, low. That's why I was asking. That's it. Not even. 
I just got regular fingers and shit. <laughs> I got regular fingers. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Ain't nothing on my fingers but pussy and weed. <laughs> oh I got crumbs in the cuticles, nigga. Hang <laughs> Regular shit, you know what I'm saying? You said, don't believe me, just watch. Mm-hmm. How does that look? Don't believe me, just watch, bro. It is like a, we gonna be all right. It's a, it's a Negro spiritual. Nigga, I was I'm about, just about to say that. Because yeah. when you said, nigga, 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 I feel like you unlocked all the powers of the runaway slaves or some shit. I didn't, but, I ain't also never music heard shit, shit your music nerd, yeah. well, all your kind of music guy, <laughs> or whatever, uh, dilated peoples or tribe, or one of them had a song that had a nigga, nigga, nigga part in yeah. it. Or whatever, back in the day before me, I didn't ever, I never, yeah, I never heard it. I never heard it until like, my abuse. old heads yeah. had came up to me and was like, hey man, you did this because of what's it called? I was like, man, I never even heard that song. I felt bad I'd never heard of this song or whatever. But, you know, once again, these things are just in our culture. If you go and look at old uh, uh, Pimp C, he was saying, or old Noriega, he was saying slime, the word. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. 15 Three, six, years Mafia ago. was saying clout yeah. in the yeah. 90s. You know what I mean? Like, all of it is nothing is, you know, Nas said that nothing's new under the sun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything's be been done. Huh? <laughs> Cause you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's crazy. Twerking ain't have shit to do with dancing. Yeah. Gee, yeah. I'm going to make it twerk. I'm going to twerk something. I'm going to twerk something. Yeah. Right. And he wasn't talking about... Yeah, you can't <laughs> say yeah. that shit now. I know. Right? Yeah. So, it means I'm going to go juice. I'm going to get way. it in. Nigga, I'm going to watch it twerk. Nigga, I'm going to say I'm going to go twerk. But that's the thing, like, the, you know, on that song specifically, just that one, you was it was, you was rapping, but it was like you was preaching on that motherfucker. Like, it was just we were the way you were saying what you were saying. It was so easy to follow, and it was like you was painting a picture for anybody who had hadn't been to Atlanta, even if you didn't see the visual, because when the visual came out, it took it to another level. But if you've never been to Atlanta and you hear that song, you like, nigga, where is That's these a hell places? Of an intro, yeah, man. this ain't for no fuck niggas. You a real nigga. Then fuck with me. Straight up. I, I'm doing the Lord's work. When Come I look on. at it. Come on, man. <laughs> Dog, he was, he, he, Dog, you was, it's like this nigga was in the club and he saw everybody he shot out on that shit. Spam, who would be the fuck? Yeah, yeah, you see all that shit. Yeah. That, I mean, all the way. And that's when Instagram first started. When it first started. To, yeah. Yeah. to even have a perspective, let, let's, let's break down the song a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Fuck nigga had just became a word that was really, really cranking in our city, like a fighting word. Yeah. Or whatever. So it was the most disrespectful word. It was the most attention-grabbing word. So I was like, you got to start out the project with that because that's our culture. Mind you, I'm not coming to this as a rapper because my background is not being a rapper. My background is being a stylist and a human and a fashion nigga and a street nigga and a selling weed and selling molly, like hustler. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how rappers think. I don't even give a fuck. I dress better than them in my head what? 15 years ago. You know what right. I'm saying? Like in my head, I'm like, nigga ain't see me because also I'm a stylist. I'm styling artists. I'm right. styling Travis Porter and them. I'm styling Scream and DJ Holiday. And this coming off the rock star shit. Just way, about, like, right? you know, this is, you know what I'm saying? Way, like way before. Stupid free you know right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like that stupid remember, fruity swag. I remember the same dude, um, Jay Money, being one of the clients that came down to our store and shit like that. He, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, it's kind of like taking it. So like, boom, fuck nigga, strongest word, most disrespectful word in our culture, start there. You know what I'm saying? Then 
I worked at a Waffle House that's right by Chester Bridge. I went up, so I knew all the strippers and Onyx. I learned so much from those girls from working the night shift, being the cook that spoke to them because I cooked man. their eggs. Come on. I, went, I was like, oh, hold damn. Up, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Tell them the stripper plate. Wait, 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 wait. This man be hustling. Wait, wait, wait. The stripper plate. Huh? Yeah. See how that nigga teeth used to look, nigga? It went perfect with the Waffle House. You know, for real, bro. It looked like he looked when he first came out. He looked like a nigga that would work at the Waffle House. When a nigga the and he missing that small tooth and right there is like a crack. Yeah, you know this nigga get crazy. This nigga trying to be crazy. Billy Hunter man in the That's really what it is. We're not gonna talk about how Waffle House is hibachi. Oh, definitely. It is a hibachi for breakfast. You nigga just turned his back to you. Yeah, and I prefer the grill on this side. Right. I don't want to look at you while you make my food. Yeah. yeah. He just I don't do no I tricks. Don't want to no He's tricks. doing the Lord's work. What? But yes. Come on, man. So yes, you know what I'm saying? One more time, what the stripper plate is for so, all the people at home. For anybody that didn't hear it, the stripper plate, and it might have changed because girls have, it's a nuance, and girls have elevated. These bitches eat crab legs every day. Yeah, I'm about to say, you know, so they get off work at 4 or 5 in the morning eating that type of lamb chops. juicy crab. Yeah. And Jesus fingers. That's a good point right there. When did all the lambs become available to the black community? I grew up my whole life never seeing nobody eat lamb. Now all of a sudden, nigga, they got lamb lollipop. Pop shops and yeah. Yeah. nigga, where the yeah. fuck did the lambs come? When did they migrate to the Negro community, bro? What Wait, year was the that? They ate up all the crab legs. Oh yeah, they yeah, disappeared. It's a big crab legs gone. They go, nigga. Crabs hiding like a motherfucker. They ain't even show up. Crabs like, oh, I heard about how good juicy crab is. That's Somebody crazy. crab spot is about to feel. I ain't know about lamb chops and COVID hit. When COVID hit, that's yeah, when that's what niggas did. Yeah. COVID probably brought all new animals into the- They got them at brunch and all. Lamb, chop, lamb chop and pancakes. Niggas is just into them now. Lamb chops well, and waffles, well, lamb chops that. and everything. You know, niggas. we get shit slow. People fault. It's racism's fault. Think of how much delicious shit we ain't even had yet. Oh yeah, that's real. That's I'm real. talking about shit that we ain't even got a hold of yet. Well, the hood grocery, what grocery store? Well, a lot of times. Like what the niggas well, learn how yeah. to really cook? Escargot. Escargot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Quail His escargot for breakfast. Time. See, this nigga is a season. If you cook crab real, niggas gonna stop making roast. <laughs> <laughs> That's we just point. ain't never seen a prime rib done. Yeah, they always look like that niggas is that savage. You gotta eat a prime rib, man. That bit be ain't no telling what else. White man pink in the middle, like, ew. But you know, I gotta say this: the garnish, like the the ultimate compliment on the video, was you holding the puppet. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the hand movements too, nigga. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it was player, man. That my question to you is: being from Atlanta, like you said, from the from the streets of the perspective that you had coming into the game, what was your reception like for the people that knew you prior to you blowing up? Um, it was, it was interesting. Like the nigga used to sell weed and Molly too when they see you oh, blew up. Like goodness. That. I mean, well, you see, the beautiful thing is that no matter what, <laughs> what level, your plug say, whatever media, whatever. Oh. <laughs> 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 Man, <laughs> That nigga just lost his job. <laughs> but it was a blessing, bro. Me being able, I love answering these questions now because I just understand everything. Because I never fucked nobody over, it was like, they was happy as hell. 
because I was somebody that was in their circle and we was all flipping money between each other. It's like a shit, it's like, I make money off of selling all these shoes and all this money, and then I buy weed from you, and then you do, 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 do. You know what I'm saying? It's like whatever you needed, we had a, a community. Ponzi scheme. I was a, I was a big shit. part of this community yeah. where well, I already felt me. cool. Yeah. I didn't do music Street to be cool. Yeah. I did music to take care of my mama and be able to own my own business and stop having to work for somebody. Mm. I didn't do music to be famous, or I was already cool in the coolest city in the world, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, well, Mike, my version of cool, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, well, you're not a Gucci man, T.I.G.'s, but there's so many levels to cool in this city once uh -huh. you really establish what your worth is and your intention, or whatever, that I had made a name for myself from a fashion standpoint, providing the drip to so many people, or whatever. And if I wasn't doing music, I probably had one of the best sneaker stores in Atlanta, Georgia, because that's the only thing I would have to focus on. Here's the thing that I already was becoming a big, huge asset for the city. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's bigger than the, my partners. So going back to your question or whatever, like the people around me, they were just happy because they knew that I was a person that was like, he gonna, he, he deserved it right. or whatever. I didn't even know he was doing music, but he ain't a bad person. So the blessing was just something they was all thankful for. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. Real. That's beautiful. That's because you got so many artists in Atlanta. You got so many people who rap in Atlanta that's been doing it for so long that never got anywhere near close to having a even a local hit but something that go worldwide like local. that like sure. that probably can breed a lot of you know envy oh, you yeah. know from people so for you to not have that experience is a blessing i think that that's one of the greatest things talking to y'all now 10 being at an official 10 years is that over these 10 years he's whatever 365,000 days whatever that is um or 36,000 days maybe um the people who started off jealous in the first five, however, I stayed so consistent that we cool. However, I've looked at my, I've been able to even make my enemies get closer to me. Right. Mm. Damn near, or whatever, where it's like, you're not, a, you're not an enemy because you realize, like, damn, I'm, you're, you're just missing, love. yeah, you're yeah. misinformed yeah, about what you love. thought I was going to do. You thought I was going to take my fame and shit on you. Right. I never shit on you. I just really stayed focused on me, which I didn't, left me no time for you. That don't mean I shitted on you. I just don't have no time for you right. because I need to focus on me in order to take care of what actually matters. The thing that we got into this trap for, to take care of our families. Right. I'm still in the trap. It's just a better looking one. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, That's real. real shit. That's some quotes, boy. If you good in this city and you do good business, yeah, like you said, people fuck with you. Yeah. Off the comedy shit, we'd have seen that shit firsthand. Like, Think of people like my boy Ticket Jerry. Like my boy Ticket Jerry. He good. The first tickets, the, the first Hawks game I ever went to is because I gave him some jeans from my store for the tickets. You know what I'm yeah. saying? My first car I ever got was Ticket Jerry and I crashed it. His yeah. brand new fast ass <laughs> Challenger. He had like a 325, the Bumblebee edition, one of them Challengers, 392. However, I crashed it the Kroger parking lot right here on West End <laughs> into a parked car. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, it's all good. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And went and got another car. That's crazy. Because, that you know what I'm saying? Like, Atlanta bar system is crazy. He knew like, that I, was, I could take care of him. I could pay him back anything. What you can bother in Atlanta is, is probably different than any other city in the world. 
You know what I mean? You probably can just trade off some shit in Atlanta. You can't trade off nothing just because of the shit that's available in this city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you fuck around and just, hey man, look, bitch, I give, you give me a lap dance, I you know. Bro, but Ticket <laughs> Jerry, I send you to he the can nail go lane. Any city, right. Ticket uh, Jerry yeah. be close yeah. in any city. Yeah. Like this nigga, damn, they'll be on the court. Like players gotta dribble around that nigga. Who was that? Ticket Jerry, who he say he got the ticket. Anything, Super Bowl. He the best. World Series. Ticket ticket I'm talking about niggas get your tickets while the shit going on. I had just got my mom some Mary J. Blige tickets this from that nigga. This is blowing mind blowing to me. Ticket Jerry. They know him. You gotta know him. <laughs> when you get there, it's gonna be some more people like, "Are oh, you fucking Ticket Jerry?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Shit. I wonder if Ticket Jerry ever got us the tickets to our shit. Brothers, hell yeah! <laughs> the bigger you get, Why would the bigger you get, Ticket Jerry gonna get the tickets to your shit. Yeah. God damn, right. Ticket Jerry. Man, he already got the sweets for the show he coming up. Come on, man. No matter what the fuck it is, guarantee he's never failed. Man, he's never failed hey. my family. He's never failed my family's friends. Never failed. Not one time failed. Thousand percent. You know how many I've been to? I never heard a negative Yelp review about this nigga. Never. Never. Like you ain't never heard nothing about that tickets, Chico. No, not that. Tickets. Right. That nigga get tickets to anything. 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 Disney on ice. He gonna get you everything. Whitney Houston funeral. He he got she gonna hit me like, just go up to the game. It's gonna be an old man sitting on the bench. When he get up off the bench, the ticket gonna be under the bench, under your shit. It's yours. That's like Damn. That. Ticket Jerry. This nigga's the wizard of tickets. Man. Yes. Fuck Oz. This nigga's the wizard. Is it only in Atlanta? No. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. It could be Drake in London at the O2 Arena. What? Call him. Hey, two hours before. What? Jerry, I lost Chico. my tickets. I need more tickets. Chico, Got the, the best time to follow Ticket Jerry is doing Valentine's Day. The goddamn extravagance. The nigga take his girl to Greece one day. They back in Atlanta courtside at a game. Like he do shit like that. So the women follow him. So the women showing you what this nigga doing. What are you talking? We talking about ticket? He doing all this shit. He He just he done brought some shit in there because if you listen to him, you're gonna be feeling type of way because Jerry take care of his woman so good. (laughs) Your woman gonna be like, so what you doing, Chico? Not a motherfucking thing. I'm trying to get contact with this nigga. Take this part out. My girl don't need the situation. You need to be trying to get in contact with her like I'm trying to get in contact with this nigga. Oh, stop it. Stop trying to act like you aren't great guys. Oh, I'm definitely a great guy, but I ain't Ticket Jerry. The way y'all niggas talking about. But Ticket Jerry help you get there. Oh, yeah, I need to. Because you get them tickets to the Beyonce concert. He got the blueprint. That's what I'm trying to get to. It took a minute, but I'm with you, Ticket Jerry. It's some shit I want to see. I want to see Taylor Swift. Nigga, something that I would never get a ticket to. I'm going to try oh, to you get a ticket. you a Swifty. I'm going to be one if I can get a ticket. Man, that, that nigga might have you introducing her. That nigga so goddamn cold <laughs> with the ticket shit. Damn. He had a backstage pass. Yeah. She back there with her mama and them. Chill, smoking hookah. Yeah. Damn. Drinking Jack Daniels lemonade. <laughs> you know it's Jack Daniels lemonade. <laughs> Chico, guess, yeah. what it, guess what his yeah. Instagram name is? Ticket Jerry? Nigga, you know. Come on. <laughs> this is the best promo of the whole series. Yeah, I'm out of All he needs is a chain. He has a real chain from Icebox. Chains. Say, take a jam. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? You got a commercial on the radio? Bro. America's finest. Atlanta's best. Right. 
Nigga, Damn. don't miss, man. They used to have a little shit down the buckhead, right? Then they had a little. Take your drink. Get that nigga in here. But that's exactly how you get in the trap with the ghetto legends, bro. Another ghetto legend have the suggestion. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Look, nah, Chico, you see what's going on? If a bitch don't want to go, I'm going to Nah, my, my ain't got no service. It tick, T-I-C-K-E-T. You know how to spell oh. it. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, ticket underscore Jerry? Huh? No, it's just ticket. It's got an underscore? It might be underscore. Because oh, he's not verified. All right. Yeah. He should be verified. He's oh, verified in the hood. He need to deal with StubHub. Man, what you talking about? I'm sorry, I don't know. You know what? Hey, however you get your tickets, <laughs> feel free to get them. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. 
Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What does it feel like when somebody come through and want to sample your work and then that shit turn into a super, super, mega, super song? And we heard the Bruno Mars. We heard... Right. We heard that they had to... So, it's, it's beautiful now. Big bag. Beautiful now. Okay. The, the way that the bag works is the business that I'm happy that I learned. Getting the initial big bag at first, it more tied to my childish ways when it was like, oh, damn, I got a lot of money. Cool. How whatever. But I had made more money before that from that, but not overall, over time. You see, money is about making it travel. Not the moment of it. Right. Like mm. if you could, the further you could throw money is the better. Having money right, money right in the moment is like yes. What you saying? The oh, further Lord. you could throw money is the the longer it's going to last. You know what I'm saying? Cook. If you got all of, oh yeah, I'm letting it simmer. That's real. Cause in my mind, it's Randy Moss going to get the money. Yeah. So you it's just got to put it up there. <laughs> yeah, just throw it. And, 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 and stay gonna, consistent and don't look back too much or whatever because you'll miss it and just keep going and then when it's time to put your arms out receive what you deserve catch it because if you drop it that's on you this oh. nigga philosopher now mm -hmm. I didn't know this shit had yeah. turned into a financial <laughs> budget this shit started hitting I'm like what the fuck you doing this shit gonna way. pop up with my man Sad Guru it's yeah. gonna pop up with the little Indian yogi hey, dude nah, cause this philosopher fuck that music bro talk about that money nah bro I'm telling you taking it back to it taking it back to it cause I don't want to get too lost in translation the Bruno Mars thing was amazing but at, at the time that it happened if I'm being honest with you it happened when I was at my most depressed state as an um, artist. And actually, I never got depressed until I got into music. 
Like I've like, never been depressed. What do you think triggered that in the music industry? Success. Like you want to be successful, bro. Mm. Like to take back to your original Rhythm first question, question right? right? When you asked about, uh, you know, when you get that big success off the top or whatever, wanting to keep up with that or whatever. Bro, I'm an athlete first. I play basketball, ran track, and football, or whatever. Like, I'm a very competitive person because I played all these sports yeah. in high school. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that part of me is like, uh, I want to kill all these niggas, da 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 whatever. I would want to kill it for, like, my brand that I'm building. It ain't even about, like, I'm trying to be a better rapper than Kendrick or whatever shit. I've already just met this man, and like I was saying to y'all earlier, like, damn, the energy that he showed me 10 years ago, nine years ago when we first met, was where it's like, well, I'm not in competition with you. Actually, I just name-dropped your name in this song, and then that ended up being the remix to Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, Trinidad James, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Imagine being a nigga at a concert, a big concert, I'm kind of like the biggest name, but he is who he is. At that moment, I whatever, like, I'm kind of bigger than him, where, like, the kids are a little bit more ready to see me than him to a certain extent. Not on a weird shit, just like, bro. Because I'm, of the, yeah. He's the one like, I'm a Southern nigga, and I'm just giving the culture at that time, literally the energy we need is like the person, like I, the equip, not the equivalent, but somebody that gives, that I think gives the culture the energy that they need right now is like Glorilla. Mm. Like the energy that the culture wants in a party is her song. Love Glow, man, all the way. And I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, that whole little click. When yeah, the man, culture wants something and yeah. you to provide it, they hold on to it. Like I think that young, that young, she got way more songs than the song that's going crazy, how whatever, because I, I like her. But what I like to pay attention, and that's why I started start working on my new album here in Atlanta, um, and only working on it really here in Atlanta is because this is the perspective that matter. The reason why you appreciate Algo Everything is because that is the perspective of somebody that is not trying to be famous, but literally like, bro, this was going on for a nigga that's trying to be cool. The level of Atlanta nigga cool, which is like, you know, Atlanta niggas think that we God's gift to earth in this motherfucker. <laughs> you got dog. to. Are you kidding me? You got to. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, our descendants are outcasts and this person and that person. You know, so for me, taking it all the way back, you know, all the lessons that I've learned, and, but the lesson taking it back to your question, about the Bruno thing, I was very depressed at the time. So when the initial play came through, I was like, I don't care. Y'all fucking me over anyway. Fuck y'all. I whatever. So it, it wasn't so my fault. To your people or to the to, overall system? To the system. Okay. I whatever. My people brought the play to me. I whatever. Like, hey, bro, Bruno Mars fucking with you. He wants to do something. I'll go everything. I whatever. I felt such a distaste in my mouth towards the game and everybody. And the distaste came. The distaste came because. The difference between the streets and the industry is many of them, but one of the distinct differences that I'm going to touch on right now is that when somebody does something that is legitimately some fuck nigga shit, you cannot really whoop their ass. You could. Without just consequences. Come with a whole, yeah, it just come with a whole. Yeah, that really affects legal stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It would greatly affect your bottom line. And I'm speaking corporate. I ain't even, even, artists is one thing. I would have. Them niggas fight all the time privately on some secret circle shit. And 
keep going and just be having beef forever. Like, why do these niggas beef forever? Because these niggas be fighting at concerts that you don't see or be right. fighting at this and these niggas got to you're fight in the, the bathroom real, in the airport and you wasn't there. Right. You're talking about the real gangsters with the suits and the pins. Yes, the yeah. corporate people or whatever, they will do something that is legitimately disrespectful to your culture, to you as a black man or black woman, to you as an artist, no matter your race, and it is nothing that you can do. And if you come from an environment like I do, how whatever, that is how we were taught to handle certain levels of disrespect. I'm a conversating type of fella. My conversation is pretty damn on point. But there's been things in this game, in the way that it's been done, where it's like, bro, I don't want to do no talking. I want to put my hand on the face. So you saying they got ass whooping type disrespect that's just the norm around this motherfucker. Yeah. On that level of like, fuck talking. Yeah. Hell yeah, can yeah. you imagine you walk in, you yeah. hear your shit on the Target commercial and you don't have no say-so mm -hmm. in nothing? And they were like, thanks for making the song, man. You did us mm -hmm. a solid. Black motherfucker. <laughs> right, that's what you hear. outside the door, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you hear, bro. Sheesh, that's God what you hear. damn it. That's what you hear, bro. Damn. That's what you hear. Oh. Hey, why don't you use those big lips and eat some of that fruit over there? Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you know, get this monkey up in there. Hey, get a Kool-Aid packet in here. Oh, we ain't got anything with man. Fiji. Hey, look what I got. You wish one platinum. Guess what we giving you? <laughs> A watermelon cherry Kool-Aid. Yeah, man, you guess your, your, your mammy will be really proud of that one, wouldn't she? Yeah. Like, how do you deal with that? Talk, speak to that. Like, how do you get through that? Like, because I think that's what a lot of people who watch this that are on, you know, because we got a lot of people that watch us that uh, don't even know that they on the cusp of becoming right. the most successful that they've ever became in their life. So these are things that we need to get out there like how do you get past that what's the way to navigate past seeing that feeling that and not being able to do nothing how do you walk out of that room and still continue to be whoever you are before you walked in um i think that stand my first thing i would say to you is stand focus on outworking the opinion outworking outworking the room um you gotta understand your advantage your advantage is well my advantage is i'm the culture i'm really outside there advantages they have spent their life learning the business and how to take your culture and um, monetize. monetize it or whatever. So that instead of focusing on the oppression, I think you should focus on the knowledge that you lack. And then that being able to fight it is what allows you to kind of like be in a better position. Now to answer a little bit more detailed into your question, I have been blessed enough to not get that extreme stuff happen directly to me. But micro microaggressions, uh, I think you've heard people say that in the workforce, I feel like those are the things that <clears throat> a lot of the newer people in labels don't realize that they're doing. And the ones that do, older people, they know what they're doing, they don't give a fuck. It's like your parents. Your, your mama, if that's how she cooked this shit, that shit could be nasty as hell. She been cooking it that way for 37 years. Nigga, that's how it's getting cooked. It's the same thing with the older people in the label thing or whatever. It's like, bro, if James Brown took this contract, Trinidad James would take this contract. Right. right. Or whatever. It ain't necessarily uh, 
personal, my nigga. Right. Or whatever, it's just like, <laughs> it's just the business, and if- This is how we do it. If you never beat me in court to make me change this contract, I'm gonna right. keep using this contract, my nigga. Right. You know, um, I think that um, the industry is changing for the better. Um, because more people of color are coming into it. But even outside of more people of color, it's not about us. We are always going to try and figure out how to be Team Us, whether it's a clique or all of us. But the newer races of people that are coming in that are understanding that these old dinosaur ways are not even appealing to them. So the new white A&Rs, new white CEOs or whatever, like some of these guys now being 10 years in this shit, I met them when they were just a mid-level A&R, and now they're the, like, SVP of this record label and shit like that. And you can see when they pull a white man move because they just can't help that they're white. I, I, I hate asking white people to do black shit. It's like, bro, I expect a white person to do white shit because he's white. Right. That's what he knows. When you go, when he goes to his house and lives his lifestyle, and you go to your house and live your lifestyle, it, it's different. Or whatever, like, let's take our families. It's different. So unless you take the actual conscious effort to do your homework on somebody's culture, you will always be butting heads. Or whatever, because I don't want to keep blaming somebody for something that you've been doing for 500 years. Mm. I need more knowledge to beat it. Right. I need to beat it. I need to beat it. I need to, if I don't beat it, I need to make sure that I leave enough things, enough interviews with other brothers and other sisters and other people, whether whoever the racist person I'm talking to, whereas like we figure this out because it's people outside of being black that want to beat it. I feel like if you don't love black people, you should be getting no money off of them. Like, if you don't love the fuck out of black people, you shouldn't be able to profit. Shit, that's, 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 that's everybody that's no, being eliminated. No, give fuck, that's mine. That's I mean, mine. I respect okay. it, but you just mine. But think about it like this. If you don't, I'm talking about you gotta love. Let's take it to cars. Let's take it to cars. If a white man fix your engine, ain't you gonna pay him? I'll or if you, fix, if you fix a white man's yeah, engine, it's business. Pay everyone, baby. Uh, I, I know, I understand that. Better shit. question, though, is do you think, like, if you want to take it all the way back to white, you know, if you just speaking white, you black. You should be doing my white, engine. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. Okay, so that's what you say. If you fucking got a regulator. That's right, you get a regulator. It depends on what you love me for. You shouldn't be able to just goddamn go home and be like, listen. We're white over here. You just been making money off black people all day. But that's why I love you because I'm that's able what to profit off of no. you. Okay. And I can show you love as long as the profit margin is there. So nope. you want a nigga to be loved. If I ain't got nothing and you ain't got nothing, then come on, jump in the car. I ain't gonna see you walk down the street. That type of love. No. Uh, so what if you got a hundred white artists on your black label? How should that you level would be? Never have it. Well, I want that. Well, I want I'm trying to sign as many TikTokers. Hell no. I feel like a nigga like Akon. I feel like Akon is like the shower of like, hey, I that's the Bieber yeah. and Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. It's like it's possible. Yeah. But he, he, not, he, he not. Not, he 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 not, he
Mm. It wouldn't work the same okay. way. Okay, we would That's do a better deal. We would do a better deal. Right, he deal. wouldn't yeah. be able to be like, yeah. he couldn't goddamn come over to like Big Red me. wouldn't be yeah, able to do Yeah, like he, he no make all people. his money off of white people music. Then right. he come over here and act like he motherfucking Dr. Dre or shit. Listen here, Toby. And hey, you know what's crazy, though? <laughs> it might be a nigga that did that. They just never let us know who he is. Right. Hell, <laughs> I mean, we'll never get I'm to know saying. who you he never is. So you saying he... Niggas have done things to other races that they were pissed off about, like when Michael Jackson bought a boy in the catalog. They were friends. Um, what is he that? Told me that. That's a business that move. But he didn't sell it back to him. He wasn't supposed to. Yeah, I mean, fuck him. Nah, nah, nigga, nah, nah. Nah, ain't gonna send you back. I ain't gonna send you back your jokes, Chico. You say what now? You pawned me your jokes. And you need the money. Man, if I'm the Beatles, fuck them jokes. So uh, you saying Mike fucked up for that? Nigga, no, you can have them goddamn jokes. Mike, well, I'm gonna no, buy some of your shit. Mike, 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 can I buy shit. Mike, can I buy my jokes back? Hey, Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike, hello, Mike, can you, can you give me my... We're struggling <laughs> over here. Give me my songs back, Mike. They they're Mike telling me they're shit. gonna take one of my books. <laughs> I need at least one right, of my... Okay. No, nigga, nah. I see Mike about that shit one too many times. They put that shit on the Nike commercial. He was like, all right. I'm not playing. Stop asking me. I'm not selling you. What is it? Ask Paul McCartney. The lawyers couldn't stop me. Slaughter of them pockets had them tied to a rocket. Hey man, Michael Jackson ain't got to do shit for you. So he no got hit up a couple ain't times. No tell us where he had Mike fucked up. The girl nah, is nah, mine. That, that, nah. The girl is mine. Points like that are points that Probably stand some heavy. Chess type he, shit. You don't know uh, what went on when the the when, call when, with when the light and said. What they said? Might have fell through. Might have fell through. Paul might have got drunk one night. I'll give you your fucking money when I feel like it. Okay. Hold on, no. Hold on. Hold on. You gotta go step further because you know Paul said Mike asked him. What's the best way to make money as an artist? And Paul was like, by publishing to other artists. And he went and bought they shit. So he gave him the game, but he ain't mean go buy my, that's what I heard. You ain't buy my shit, nigga. Right. So that's even colder. But like, but like for you being in the game 10 years now, that's an eternity for you know any artist to do anything. Like how much do you credit the fact that not just the music, but like something that I always looked at you for just because of some shit I'm into, just the fashion. How much do you credit that in stretching you these 10 years? Um, at least 50%. Image is, image is turning that James superpower. You have to understand your superpower. Just you ever look at some shit and be like, this too far? The dress stuff. The dress stuff, like wearing a dress. Yeah. Oh, have, like, you wore a dress? Mm-hmm. Um, I've wore, uh, <laughs> I wore. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I want to call it this. I know I understand the fashion perspective of it because, mind you, I'm really the person that I don't judge nobody. That's why you'll see gays at my show, you'll see whites, you'll see you, but you're gonna see the most left of center people at a Trinidad James show. Yeah. Or the most left of center fans of music, they Trinidad James fans. How, whatever. Why is that? I don't ask God that question no more. I just cultivate these niggas and just want to build things to build communities and build metaverses and build things to cultivate all these left or center people that my frequency speaks to them. My confidence speaks to them. Mm. It, it, I, I, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, 
I forgot what your question was. Oh, the, the fashion. How the much fa is the fashion? The fashion? But yes, like, you, you know, images, image, everything. images image. everything, man. You know, um, that's that's what I started as a stylist before a musician. Right. I started in fashion before I ever picked up a mic. So images, I always felt that I had image handled because artists were coming to me to dress them before I ever did music. Who's some of your fashion influence? I just was about to ask that. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. Um, so, of course, Andre 3000. 3000. James Brown, okay. Lil Richard, yeah. Prince. Escarita. Yeah. Um, if you don't know Escarita, Lil Richard kind of got his swag from Escarita. Escarita, yeah, I know Escarita. Back in the day, yeah. Really My cool. grandfather played for Lil Richard's band. He played the horn. Yeah, uh, Clifford, Clifford Burks. Yeah, that's my grandfather. I don't think I heard this before. Yeah, that's yeah. New shit. Yeah, nah, that's my, welcome. my grandfather. Y'all welcome. Oh, I'm putting yeah. the question yeah. Clifford Burks. Yeah, my granddaddy. He said he turned me into a real hey. name. Hey. 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 Welcome back to the 85 yeah. South Show. Hey, 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 yeah. Just found out Chico granddaddy was that nigga back then. Yeah, yeah. Real dead old But those people. Those people, in some shape or way, um, my older brother, um, his name is Sol Solomon. Um, he was one when we didn't grow up together. I got a lot of brothers and sisters because my pops was he was oh, a roller. Strong. He was a roller, and um, we didn't grow up together. So even though I have so many brothers and sisters, I grew up by myself. So I'm a very like selfish person. And um, <laughs> when I met my brother for the first time as, an, as like a little bit older, I was a teenager, he was a little older, he was older than me. However, he was, he's a New Yorker. I was like, damn, this nigga got more jeans than I got clothes, like just jeans. However, and like, when I left, I went to visit him for the first time. When I left there, I didn't see him again for years. But in my mind, I was like, okay, I got something to live up to. How whatever type situation. Um, the way that my parents treated me, because I came over here as an immigrant, I wasn't born in Atlanta, unfortunately. But I love being a Trinidadian, um, proud Trinidadian. Um, Atlanta molded me as a, as a, you know, a child and an adult. The island fuck with you too, huh? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I got yeah. a whole island behind my head. So, so you, 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 you been going back and forth, right? Trinidad if they didn't, nah. man. They should've took you through Trinidad if they ain't take yeah. you through when you went through the city, yeah. man. That's now, love. I, I love D.C. because the Caribbean demographic there is amazing to me, bro. All the way. It's really, really good. Like, if anybody that's watching this right now, which is probably millions of people, because we're going viral for something, um, DC's uh, Caribbean culture, not just Trinidadian, even though Trinis are the best, um, <laughs> is amazing. Hey man, why y'all don't fuck with Tobago, man? Oh, nobody said that. Um, but literally, y'all don't never say. Y'all don't. This is the last. So literally, nobody said. Nobody ever said Tobago, dog. These these shoes, my my sneaker. These are um, the Maxi Taxis because, and they're this color because in Tobago, okay. they're, they're the blue Maxi Taxis. Okay. Only in Tobago you can get a blue Maxi Taxi. So I dedicated this. What is a Maxi shoot. Taxi? So a Maxi Taxi is our form of transportation. Oh, okay. Or whatever, our form of transportation is like I a I was trying taxi. to pretend like I knew. Mm -hmm. And y'all was acting like y'all knew. I, I'm going to do just, that. Uh, yeah, I just assumed. Yeah, taxi. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I thought, I, okay, yeah, yeah, man. I got you soon, but. But yeah, right. so now, but, um, but you are right, though. Tobago does not come out people's mouths when they say Trinidad as often as it should. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I just didn't do it. What they Tobagan? Tobagonian. 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 This shit going crazy. Yeah. Right. It's historic all the way. But yeah, man. man shout I, out to Tobagonians. Yeah. All of that. That sounds like a spell. Hey, Trinidad, I'm Tabagonian. Tabagonian. <laughs> but so the, the, the contract with Bruno, that was straight, though. 
Yeah, so oh, okay. Bruno, Bruno did great business. Okay, yeah. I we just had. was, sometimes you? your attitude can block a blessing. Mm. And luckily, I was able to get out of my funk before. That's the, crazy. That's, that's ironic as fuck. Right? Funk you up. <laughs> Funk? All right, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, man, you don't even know you be doing this yeah. shit. Hey, man. I'm just a vessel from man, the, the hey, great creator. Man. I'm just doing the Lord's work, y'all. Yeah. But um, I was able to get out of, and as soon as I, unfortunately, had left out of Atlanta, went to LA to um, shoot some music videos with a guy who um, kind of like threw me a bone. Um, it, it, my whole everything changed, bro. Everything changed. And I say that to say where it's like, bro, I love Atlanta, but I had to get out of Atlanta in order to really appreciate Atlanta. Mm. Because Atlanta made me who I am as an artist and partially as a man. Um, but who I am to be, that's not Atlanta's decision, it's God's decision. Right. And I think he just had more for me. And sometimes when you got, when the universe has more for you, you gotta go to that medium that helps you get what's more for you. It's no offense or diss to what helped you become a part Person, of you. Oh, I feel the well, same way. You know what I'm saying? But Atlanta didn't birth me. Yeah. I wasn't even born here. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, that's why, I, once again, you're gonna hear me keep saying, I really look at these last 10 years, the beginning of it, how it came to do the Lord's work. Timing, messenger, what the culture needed, you know what I'm saying? And people still talk about the thing that happened 10 years ago that it still matters. I just did a show in goddamn Jacksonville, North Carolina. That shit was going upside down like the song came out yesterday. Right. You know what I'm saying? Why is that? Because that spiritual hymn, it works in this church still. Yeah. They still go by that Bible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like in Atlanta, we get new spiritual hymns every two every weeks. Two weeks. Right. So it's right. like, this church is crap low down, right. baby. Right. We're turning them in and out. <laughs> we got new clients, goddamn. <laughs> you know? Because by the time a song go like global, we already be tired of it in Atlanta. Because exactly. we done heard the shit. Yeah, it, like, been, it, 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 yeah it worked him yeah. for a year. Yeah. And that's what was your point, because yeah. you did ask a valid question. Boom, he did good business. I was in my feelings, and I got out of my feelings in mm -hmm. time, or whatever. I was able to hit my people like, hey, did we do good business on this? Because I didn't hear the song until I got to LA to shoot a music video, and two things happened the same day. That song dropped, and the song that me and your Scooter did was on Grand Theft Auto V. Mm -hmm. I, remember, I was like, did we do the business on this? Right. You know what I'm saying? And you know, if I'm being honest with you, to take it back to a lot of things, people gonna always like, man, that nigga always dropping gems or whatever stuff. But that's just like, bro, so many things are happening to me because I didn't know shit coming into this. I literally didn't know shit. Yeah. When I went to work at the Waffle House, I didn't know shit. I had never stirred eggs or whatever, and I left apart that bitch a super grill master chief in the red shirt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the red shirt. What the fuck is the red shirt? Oh, yeah, that's that's the some, red that's, shirt. That's some back. That's, that's yeah. That's a super grill master, chief master operator. Super, super grill, grill chief master. Now, I'm looking for the red shirt. Oh, that man, bring me red shirt. Because the ones that I might have came in contact with, like, this nigga on this show, lying his motherfucking ass. Uh -huh. right. You remember me? Nigga, when they came in for that motherfucking show, I was at work. That nigga, you going to find out about the person who you have in high regard, you're going to realize that they've been doing him wrong. Right. He just been working there a long time, but he ain't been trying to level up. And that's the difference. Waffle House taught me that. It's people who I saw, it's certain things, I'm not gonna bring them all up. 
because I'm close with some things. But a lot, one of the biggest lessons I learned from things like the Waffle House, things like working at Ginza, the clothing boutique where I used to work, work at, or whatever, is that people work at something for a long time, but they don't work on leveling up. They work to just work, or whatever, and you can get caught up in this working atmosphere where it's like, bro, is that all you want to be? Trading time for money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's just literally just a, it's, that's it. How whatever, and I just, um, once music showed me that I was worth more, <clears throat> I just been digging for that goal. That's the goal I've been digging for. Cause like, what, what, what more can I be worth to, the, to my culture? What more can I do that makes something, you know what I'm saying, crazy? You know what I'm saying, what other things does God have in store for me? Because if it wasn't meant for me to be here, how would it still be cranking things out that crush? How whatever, whether it's for me or writing a hit for other people, when I, um, random fact, random fact, if somebody ever said to you, hey, bro, you know the white girl, Bad Baby, Catch Me Outside? Trina and James wrote her first hit. You'd be like, no way. Her first platinum hit song that launched her musical career. Oh, that I was a part so of that. I was a part of that. You the one that started. I, I, man, did, I, you, did you make that white life matter? Did you make that white life matter? We've been looking for you. Claim that one in the next two years. Remember that period, I, period, uh? That was me too. Stop no. this shit. <laughs> I see the pen. He got the pen right there. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, you know what I'm hey, saying? Like, words stop matter. this shit. Hey. But nah, oh. shout out to my boy who I, I wrote uh, Randall went to. Hey, you know hey. get that check. But, but nah, you know, get and, it. and that's the thing about it is like, certain things happen. Um, you know, even when I, even meeting that young lady at the time, she was so young or whatever, it felt weird to be in the room, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it was just like, bro, talent don't really got no color, bro. It really, talent, bro, it's so interesting, bro. Like, the talent that God gave me, he gave me the will to go find the talent. He gave me image. He gave me confidence. The talent, I had to go find that motherfucker, bro, and just dig for it to bring it out because what, all of everything took off, but that's raw. Me and my boy Jose was just listening. I've been, because I, you know, the ten, I just listened to the first project because we're working on the new project, Don't Be Safe 2, for the new album. And I just listened to it. I'm like, bro, this shit is so unorthodox. The knowledge I have now, I would have never been able to do this this terribly perfect perfect masterpiece right. if I had all the knowledge I have now. Right. You know how Fuck hard that it, knowledge, you know how hard it is to right. be like raw now? Fuck that knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you just said, don't change what the fuck got you in there. Right. We be on all right. gold, everything right. ain't right. a man by now. Right. Man, so right. I know. Everything you can make some nigga, shit. Nigga, walk outside with a new oh. puppet. Hey, everything. Niggas First nigga thought I was finished. Nigga go down with just the beginning. This <laughs> shit had never ended. <laughs> now I'm fucking with the fridges. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that is real though. Geez, now, now you can't that's with your the That's crazy. But you know, even to any young artist that's watching this, it's like, hey man, if you really do make something that hits our culture like that, bro, you really can make 20 of them. Don't think that you can't. I saw a clip. Nobody, you nobody said you never said this song. Man. Huh? Say it again. I saw a clip. You said you hate this song, man. Hate what? The, the song? song? The all go everything? Yeah. I don't hate the song. I hate, and I want. This is not, I'm gonna give devil's advocate for you. To a young person watching, if you make something like all go everything and you you catch a wave, do not let anybody tell you to not make ten of those. Make ten. Make ten. Mm. Now to play devil's advocate. The reason why I did not make 10 is because those people 
limit our culture. They, cap, they keep our culture locked in a certain place because they make us feel like that is the biggest version of us. And I knew that I was bigger than the nigga that they perceived. Uh -huh. That they wanted to make this, like it's a lot of characters to Trinidad James, but if this nigga is the nigga that you want to make the face of our culture, nah. Yeah. I didn't go for that. Right. And so that was a personal decision that you got to be able to fit my size 11 to order to handle that. Because most niggas would have took the money and made 10 to 89 more all go everything. Right. Come back on, back. nigga. You wear the same right. size shoe up. Oh, nigga. Yeah. 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 And dog, even when you first came out, you were telling people, like, listen to the whole album. Like, you kept telling people when you. Because that's they, important that's to me. How, yeah. I know that yeah. it's more to me than yeah. this thing right. that you are goddamn doing backflips about in the middle of goddamn. Central Station. However, I do appreciate this love because love is love. You know how long you go as a black man not getting no love? You know how long you go as a black woman not getting no love? Oh, you know how you go as long you go... put the sad music behind this one. Yeah. Oh, man. It needs to I, go. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> Adopt a black person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people need love I don't feel bad about saying black when I'm saying about this because, bro, that shit really is tough, bro. Yeah. On us, bro. You know what I'm saying? I know that it's tough on humans. I know that it's tough on every human. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would not like to be a woman in the Middle East. They just got their license, uh, uh, the eligibility to get their license like three years ago. How old are you know how crazy that is? I would ever like to be a whole woman. Yeah, Lowe told me about being over there. That shit sounds scary. You know what I'm saying? It's like, there. damn. You know, so it's everybody's going through their own version. You know, I've, go, I, I've traveled a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I've always, I always dive in the culture when I travel as much as I can. I go do my show. I go make my bag. But you see me in three o'clock in the morning in some hole in the wall or some boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I'm just the same like, way. damn. Oh, like, what is this about? I think that's how you get in touch with, you know, the people. And really, I, I, that's the way I realized. Just within the, you know, United States, I've realized that, you know, in doing that same thing, that this shit is the same everywhere where we are. Me personally, I wish I went viral as a comedian compared to artists. I wish I was uh, doing all everything as like a new joke skit and then that went viral, and then I would've started doing com being a comedian. Because I feel being a comedian is the last art form where you can tap into culture and literally be a 100% transparent version of the jokes that you're saying in the barbershop. It literally can be the jokes you're saying on stage. But at the same time, one of the benefits of doing it your way, in 20 years, nigga, you gonna be on one of them lineups, performing all go everything, getting the bag, but we can't come do the jokes we did yesterday. You don't want this shit. But you can do a reunion tour. I, but you don't like, say the same shit that you said the last time they saw you. You can't oh, do that. okay. Oh, you okay. Get when jokes don't hit the, the okay, No, nah, okay, when they heard okay. it, they like, what's next, nigga? But, but when do you, you think that's true, baby? Because do you think that's actually really true or do you think that like if we go to Kevin Hart's first series and he did like I'm only doing this jokes from this right here that those people won't come out for that? No. For I real? don't not not well yeah. maybe like this is maybe delirious. if you scale it like, down if, like, it do, works, it's like I'm doing delirious if you scale it down one time only if you scale it down maybe once you, once you made a run with that shit no. and that set is gone global and everything Eddie Murphy could do Delirious I right now. He's going to do pieces of blow up. No, but not when Delirious. When get to the concert, they want to hear a new song Who? that no. they like just as much as your last one. That's true. Every, they ain't never every heard show. it before. 
Yeah. They want both, really. They, <laughs> they really they want both. Heard before. They want you to do your old shit, cause, yeah. cause you know when you go yeah. up and you give them the new shit. Oh man, that shit was great. Why you ain't do? But you got a lot of requests. And you like, damn. Then you yeah. go up, do your old shit. Then they be like, I heard that damn. shit before. Right. right. So it's it's, it's that's what Jay Z said. You want my old shit? Buy my old album, man. Right. But it's like that's the thing about being a comedian, where you go in and like Blow said, they want to hear the new song that they like just as much as the old one, but mm -hmm. they ain't never heard the new song before. But they, they want, want to act, make but this new song better be as good as the one I already <laughs> like. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. So And, and that's what that's I've been studying. Benefit. That's what I've been studying for the last 10 years. It's like, okay, not, and not for the last 10, I'm lying. For the first five years, I wasn't studying what all everything was doing to our culture. I was studying how to survive in this industry. The I would say the last four years of the 10 was when I was like, I'm lying. When I worked at Bruno Mars, that's when I was like, oh shit, I gotta do homework on myself. I would ever, because the main thing I learned from working with him was like, damn, this nigga been studying me and I'm not studying me. And this nigga could do me better than me in the moment right now. And you even moved on. And I'm literally right. on you like, 100,000. I'm, 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 I'm out here, you know what I'm saying? But I think about artists like 3,000, that's why they just stop. It's like, bro, I'm so far ahead. It's like, he I might, can't do it no more. It's like, it might be a trick. That's how I keep making myself believe that one day he's just gonna pop out with 8,000 songs. He got a bunch of songs. But will they hit the same for you, though? <laughs> we take anything. Yeah. We take anything. That's how crazy this shit is. The Dakota song, we take anything. Stop rapping at the end. I was like, that's all I got. And then the thing in the me is, I like what 3000 is doing, his process of doing it better than Dr. Dre and keep teasing us with this detox shit mm. that is supposed to have been coming out since I was in 11th grade. Bro, everybody like, in you the know world I mean? that like, was ever cold like, be like, man, I was in the studio with Dre last like, night. Like, he made man, with, some of the best like, shit nigga, I ever heard in my musical career. See what I'm saying? Bro, I don't want to, don't keep teasing me with this shit. I was like, a credible person, he's like, bro, you want to hear some shit from the detox? Then one to me, it was to another person who was bigger than me, or whatever. So I'm just like now, once again, knowing how to play the position or whatever. I was like, well, I'm gonna get out of this conversation. How whatever, this is a little bit above me right now. How whatever, and I heard songs from the detox. How whatever, and I was like, oh, okay, this is great. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But it's great from the standpoint of like, whenever you get it, it's gonna be worth it. Man, listen. Because he's just a great musical maker. I understand maker. that, but it's like every time that you get a glimpse, it's like a tease to where you like, okay, I've been hearing this for so long. Yeah. When am I going to get something to be able to satisfy this tease with 3,000? With 3,000, it's you, that nigga, just walk around with a flute. He yeah. don't give you no inclination that he, he even been a little near one studio. Minute snip. And then that's whenever you hear about him and he rap, he rapping. Yeah. It's something that's out. Yes. It's that, yes. it's yes. that Kanye West verse like about his mama. It's, I went back and listened to all the songs he did for the cartoon. Oh, <laughs> Class of 3000? Yeah. Damn. That shit go hard. That's how yeah. much I fuck with that nigga music. Sonny. Come on, man. Man, uh, what you call it, you know, and the beautiful, once again, Andre is one of those people who is like, I hold in high regard because of. Have you met him? Oh, yeah. What you call it, he came to my trap studio at Metropolitan when I first kicked off. Uh -huh. um, through Erica Badu, she was a big fan, but she was a big fan because he put her on me. Oh, whatever type man. shit. So I was like, damn, what's going right, on right Erica, now? Badu, like you, you yeah, we, that's, that's why it's hard for me to be, man. like, my life had to change over the 10 years. I had to get used to, like, not being the regular fan that was the people and like, okay, now we are companions, now we are business Why people. You, you my OG, you know, we gotta do business. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, 
I come from straight out of the trap, straight out of the streets, or whatever, hand-to-hand selling kicks, this, that, that, that. They're like, oh, damn, I just got paid 100000 to do a show with Drake, or whatever. I'm like, this shit got to be hard, because all these badass bitches in here, rich-ass niggas in here, they want a show. They just spent all their money, because I just made it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Drake is ready. He's always ready. Right. He's always ready. He's just always ready. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. I remember, I will never forget the shows. Houston All-Star 2013. I have two shows the same night. I've just made so much money. And it's me, Drake, 2 chains at one show. Then I have to leave them because I have another show with me, Jeezy, and T.I. Nigga, I just got... Nigga, one I night. just quit my job. One night. One night, I just quit my job. Wait a minute, hold on. Time frame, time frame. It's 2013. Okay. Nigga, no, 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 time frame. You, you was working. I was working. I stopped that job 
like right in January. All Star February. February? That's basketball. February, All Star. So you quit the job January, and in February you yeah, did. My, was, the boss was like, the dude was like, hey man, you gotta do it uh, too big. You can't work anymore. He's like, you can't work anymore because it already went crazy because of the video went viral. So we already had everybody calling my phone to sign me, Rick Ross, Diddy. I'm hanging out with Diddy, boom, boom, boom. So it already is lit from a clout thing. And but your money, it money once again, money is about throwing it as far as you can throw it. However, don't try and get all the money. Like I got all the fame up front, however, but I didn't get all the money up front. I whatever. Cool. So that was what was awesome about it. I was like, man, fuck fame. However, I was like, do I want to change fame or do I want to see this money? Yeah. Go long, long or whatever. So I was like, okay, in order to get the money, anything I've ever succeeded at, I had to actually do the things. Because I'm a hard worker. I'm a bootstrap type working nigga. Like, I got to go. I wasn't good at working smarter. Who the fuck is wearing boots with straps on? Come on, man. Shit, Zion. this nigga. You said, you, <laughs> Zion, <laughs> Zion Williamson. His I was getting ready to go down to yeah. history class a little bit. Back in 1970, yeah. like, people actually had these straps. I, I had a question for you, though. Speaking <laughs> of boots with straps on them, uh, what's your fashion moment like that moment? You spoke about a lot of the musical moments that Eric about dudes are through. Yeah. What's that moment where you was in the fashion side of the game where you was like, oh shit, nigga. You like at one of them shows watching them Balenciaga models walk down the aisle crazy. Like, what was that moment for you? I think honestly, man, um, it's a brand called B-O-D-E. Some people pronounce it as Bode. Some people say Bode. Bode, yeah, you that's what I said. I know, you know what Exactly. Yeah. Um, the designer is from Georgia or whatever. Okay. And uh I was shopping with her early. I was on the brand early, because I'd be outside just you know, seeing shit. Some things, clothes be speaking to me. And we got so cool, she invited me to her first runway show in Paris for Men's Fashion Week 2020, pandemic year. So this is before the pandemic, yeah. January, in Paris. Uh, my first time going to Paris just to like kick it. My first time going to Paris was on my birthday, um, 2013. So I came in the game, September, and then my birthday, 2013, or whatever, mm -hmm. that birthday, yeah, I went to Paris then. for a show with this It was wild, bro, it was wild, you know, but so my next time back in Paris was 2020, so that's seven years later, or whatever, for Fashion Week. Um, her show, big show, she she like the, the little baby of fashion. How whatever, if you compare like the bubbling, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? She got goddamn the song, she got the energy going, she got the team, how whatever, she got the people vouching for, how whatever, like Will Welch and Mark Anthony Green, those are like the heads yeah. of um, yeah. GQ. Yeah. That's like, you know, I mean, Doug saying like, man, here got the money to get out of the, right. to stop trapping, bro, and rap. Right. How whatever, like the equivalent of that. So like, I know that because I care about fashion just as much as music as far as like who popping and like who really the shit. And she invited me to the show, and it was her first show, and it was like, oh, shit. So I go back to Paris, and it's a moment. Right before we go inside, walk around the corner, I get out, I'm fresh as fuck. <laughs> I'm fresh as fuck. I'm talking about, bruh. I'm fresh as fuck. Yeah, I, I, I had that. that shit on, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, I, I thought, you see, going to Paris Fashion Week, I always walk into shit really humble, where it's like, I really don't think I'm gonna be the freshest nigga in something. I'm really just putting on some clothes, or whatever. Yeah. And when I went to Paris, I was like, man, this, these niggas on this super fashion shit. That's why I, I went a long time not fucking with Fashion Week, because I was like, man, it's just a bunch of niggas who, with their egos, they went to college, they think they're better than me because I didn't go to college, fuck these niggas, or whatever. And then I realized, I was like, oh damn, I dress better than everybody. So coming to Paris, going to that show, 
coming around the corner, all the cameras stopped at all the like known fashion people who they were on, and was like, who is this person? Or whatever. Getting all their attention and walking and sitting front row. And just in that moment, I was like, damn, a nigga really in Paris right now fashion on some fashion shit. The you first know time you it really is, in Paris when there's a white bitch behind you with a duck on. You're like, this bitch <laughs> <laughs> smoking a cigarette this long, man. Long. <laughs> oh man, hell it's yeah. Stupid, I, and I asked that because, you know, just being as into the, you know, that as much as I as you grow with it. I know that you gotta grow with it. It's not something that you could just pick up. Mm -hmm. Like I'd have been buying my own clothes for so long that I know it's a process. Like this nigga tell you, like, I be in the mall, nigga, everywhere. You know what I mean? And I gotta process. I walk around that bitch one full time, right, see, see what I see, yeah. and then yeah. go back and put it, it right all together. Up. It's like, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a process, but I remember the moment for me, one of the moments for me is I come from D.C., we got a lot of local brands that, yeah. you know what I mean, the yeah. madness and the all days and the shooters and all, and when I started getting recognition from those leaders guys. Leaders, too, right? Hmm? Leaders? Am I tripping? No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah, do, it's, it's a bunch I'm of I'm thinking of something, a manger or court, or, is it manger or court? Museum. Museum. Yeah, okay. the museum. That's my boy. Majors is in DC. You know, you know, you know Majors. Majors. You know Majors. Majors in DC. That's oh, streetwear company. I ain't never. I'm oh, yeah. not hip to Majors. My yeah. bad, Majors. I don't know if y'all knew, but you know what I mean. I know the ones that's from when I was a young man. Oh, y'all not about to sit here and act like Nav don't put that shit on. Oh, Nav put that shit on. It take him a while, but he get it on. <laughs> Nav, you see Nav at the poor man show? I slowed down a little bit. You I slowed down. You see Nav at the poor man show? Oh, I seen Nav. Oh, you with talking the, about with the, you with talking the about Sophie oh, fame shirt? Man, hey, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, from, it was a Zara rumper too. A Zara rumper? <laughs> it was from Zara. You You can tell. You can tell it was that slightly above H and M quality, but below. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Zara is a gem. To anybody that wanna you know ball on the budget, man, they fucking Zara. Zara got that shit. It's like it's right above H and M quality, but below like Sandro Paris and all of those people that hey, give you the real silk man, and all that shit. shit. He know he had <laughs> you know what I mean? He had the one too. <laughs> now no you socks. calling it bullshit. No, no socks. socks. Yeah, with he had those fucking slides. The slides, the Gucci slides with the... But to take it back to what you're saying though, Chico, you know, um, it was a you black know, owned business. fashion and image, man, you know, if I didn't have it, man, I would have been quit music. Like if I didn't have that to balance it out. Yeah. Because music, business, is they 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 are not in the game of it's it's it took them a long time to get to where we at now. It wasn't meant for us to win in it. It was meant for us to survive in it. Yeah. And I'm an immigrant. I've been surviving my whole life. All I know is survival. Mm. So it's like how long do I got? I got to survive my whole life. When can I get to a place of living? Mm. When can I get to a place of like being able to just be, to to be treated as an actual equal, or whatever? It might not be for me. It might not happen because it just might not. But I think that what's been more important is being able to take the time whenever I'm depressed. or was like, bro, the, the world and everything is being against me, and get back up, make another project do new things, do movies, make my own sneaker, start a brand, how whatever. But in the midst of it all, be a good person to people. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, that's been the main consistent thing with me is like, no matter what, I've never been bad to nobody. I would have, I might not have came, couldn't have come through. I would have, and, but my intention, once you, to me, once your intentions is in the right place, right. then you'll be all right. Yeah, as long as you're not knowingly hurting yourself or nobody yeah. else. Yeah, you know, like, come on, man. You come know on, what I'm man. saying? You know, and, and I'm so happy. The happiest thing I'm about, happy I'm about right now, I don't know when this is going to come out, but whenever it does, whenever somebody looks at it, if, this, if my album, Don't Be Safe 2, is out, then know that that music means a lot to me because I had to fight a lot of depression and a lot of personal battles and a lot of self-sabotage to get to that place to be able to write those words. Mm. A lot, a lot, a lot. And that's me in the midst of, you know how conflicting it is and how depressing it is to be able to write a hit song for other people and watch that go viral and you can't write one for yourself? Mm. Or whatever, it's the worst feeling on earth. It literally is. You want to kill yourself. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, to whether you hear, well, I don't know when this interview come out, you know, to know that my project, my next project is called Don't Be Safe 2. I'm working on it currently. So if this comes out after the project comes out, um, know that that music, if you chose to listen to it, you know, I wanted you to, and know that it means a lot to me because those words were not easy to write. They were now very, being a lot more vulnerable because it's like all the things I've learned in this game, you know, it's 10 songs, 10 years, one year per song, damn near. It's a lot. It's a lot, bro. You know, um, when you actually really do care about morals and character in a world that is moralist and <laughs> no character, you know, you have to control your narrative at all costs. Yeah. And um, that's not always easy. Um, as as good of a communicator I am, as much as I know and all that, bro, I'm human. Yeah. I'm human as fuck. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that I could tell you that, look, if you see me on the stage performing my new album, I'm bringing that smoke because mm. I'm happy as fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I had to fight day and night to get out of that, that depression, to get out of that self-sabotage. Because when they put you in a chokehold, it puts you in a chokehold, bro. Yeah. Any features on there? Yeah. Huh? Any features on there? Yeah, yeah, for sure. However, me talking to you now, I haven't locked them all in yet. Okay, but okay, by the time okay, it come out, okay, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it definitely, because Don't Be Safe is not about having the biggest names on it. Mm -hmm. Don't Be Safe is the, the, it's the start. Yeah. I started, but then I know when you say yeah. you're coming out of that depression, you want to make music with people that you exactly. don't reach that. So yeah, you so. see somebody and then you be like, well, who's Tony Snow? Yeah. You be like, who's that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, who is Bruiser Wolf or who is, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, you see dangerous than a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sound like a nigga you pick on Street Fighter. <laughs> Bruiser Wolf. Yeah. Versus, right. <laughs> what medium are you dropping your next project on? So that is what I've been studying the game right now. It's like, damn, should I just drop my album on TikTok? Should I just drop my album on 85 South Channel? Like, what is the deal? Okay. It ain't no, yeah. for a nigga like me, my whole life was devised to make it, to show a nigga who really don't do shit by the rules that you can be successful and take care of your family doing it however the fuck you want to. Uh, that's the right. whole motto of the 85 South Show. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, man, whenever goddamn you drop that shit, come back. Come back, man. Listen come back for real, bro. Oh, yeah. For real. For sure. And go to we song. Get some lemon pepper wings and we'll do an album. Yeah. And all of those yeah. Shit. Because it's no right way, man. It's no right way. And I, I really appreciate everybody here. Shout out to my boy DC, who's not here. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, y'all have been 
I, the the thing that like, and I'm not a crier because I just I don't know my eyes don't do it, but um, damn nigga, <laughs> you gotta get some more sleep. Drink some water, man. Right, right, crazy, right, right. Niggas on DeAndre, they can't even cry. Now I'm trying to see if this nigga blinked the whole time. But nah, man, you know, the fact that brothers like y'all exist and platforms like this exist, and y'all, I be wondering, I was like, why can these real niggas show me respect, but then other people don't get it, or whatever? And once again, it's that media versus in person. You know, so every chance and every opportunity that I get to push what I got going forward, whether it's my music, my clothing brand, uh, my socks, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, anything, movie, this, that, that. You know, but I truly appreciate it because I'm always studying our culture. And not just our culture. You said something earlier that I want to touch on before we get out of here, um, where it's like, bro, when I went to Africa for the first time this year in 2022, because that's when this is happening for anybody watching, whether it's 2042 when you watch it. No, um, nah, it ain't going to be that late. <laughs> no, they, they can still see it. No, I'm saying the oh, person like a, 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 20, a 13-year-old Man, in 2042. Yeah, this shit ain't going nowhere. No way. It's, it's yeah, coming it's out, but it's coming yeah, out, but it's going to last. Gonna yeah. If you want to know about 2022, Think about this. I went to Africa for the first time this year twice. Oh, I went to Nigeria to bring in the new year, um, Lagos. And then um, in right before June, I went to Cape Town, South Africa. And, you got a lot of love out there. Man, man, bro, Nigeria, first of all, felt like Atlanta and Houston and New York on steroids. Times 100. Damn. Times 100. Like, smart. Los, we gotta get over there. I see you. I got to know you ready. We've been talking about this shit for too long. We've been talking about this shit for too long. We gotta get over there, man. Everybody in Africa is saying it. I've been saying it. You've been saying it. I've been saying it. You've been saying it. We've I've been saying it. Ever since we started naming countries, you know what I was saying. We gotta go to Africa. Africa. I heard And the reason why I bring those places up, and the reason why I'm saying to you is because we were talking something about black culture here. I think we was talking about like if a black person uh, had a label artists, yeah. or a white person. Yeah. You know, bro, we, you said something. I wish I wanted to stop there, but bro, oh, really. Not being from America. Yes. Yeah. I would average like, bro, black culture is one race. It really is one race. Black Africans. I got to see our culture from three black perspectives. I was born in Trinidad and Tobago, so black Trinidadian and Tobagonian culture, mm-hmm. right? And then I grew up here in Atlanta, real talk. You know what I'm saying? Elementary, middle school, and high school. So they can't tell me shit about Atlanta or whatever. Black American culture. <clears throat> and then I went to Africa. And you got to see black culture, which is basically the whole, it's the same thing. I got to see a person in Africa that look, talk, walk, and act just like a nigga in Atlanta and a nigga in Trinidad. Mm. Same features, same disposition, the same laugh, the same teeth, the same smile, the same weird things that we got in our culture. It, it's the same thing, bro. It's we have been taught, whether it's by each other or other cultures, that we are different types of black. It's one black. It's one black. I'm just pointing it out there. It's one black. So everything, that, everything that's happening, it's not because of us. It's because of the separation of us. So when you go a place, do not think that you are less than you right there. And if you go around the, you are, you know you you you, know, you know you're gonna be around around the right Africans when they make you feel that you are just like them. 
You should not feel less than a black person at any time because all black culture is one culture. I think you get that more if you go over there, because over here everything's jaded because of what the yes. images that the projected yeah, and all that. This place is based off of separation, divide there, and conquer. Mm -hmm. You gotta get dog. over there, man. America we gotta is take a, Well, I just hope go. in my life I can see man. when the black folks finally get together. Yeah. Open the we gotta, yeah. we gotta go on yeah. the voyage, man. We gotta go to Africa, man. They want to see us. We're going to Africa. No fucking questions about it. Yeah. No questions. Let's I they freaky any, too. I advise any black person, oh, no, if you don't go to Africa, too. you are doing they a disservice to yourself. <laughs> you are doing a disservice to your culture. <laughs> I tell them the same thing black people need to come to Atlanta. Oh. I think black people just need to come to Atlanta. Just if you're a black person, you grew up in Wichita, Kansas, and all you know is Wichita, Kansas, then you're doing a disservice to yourself and your black culture not coming to Atlanta. Yeah, because you get to see a success level in Atlanta that you don't get to see nowhere else. Atlanta's yeah, the only think city. Atlanta really supposed to exist. I know, right? That's the thing I say about the, just this city in general. Like, this is one of the only places where you can come and become successful and not be a target simply because you're successful, because it's so much black success, where yeah. every other place you go for the most part, if you the nigga with the bread and the big Bentley and the chains and everybody's looking at you. Black success is expected in Atlanta. Yeah. It's expected, in other places I feel like it's battled by the other cultures. Yeah, exactly. Like Houston is close. I would have, mm. like Houston, is the black um, millionaires there, yeah. they crush it, they do their thing. But I do feel that um, Atlanta, black success is just expected. You expect to, to meet a rich black nigga or whatever, or a black woman with her own business going crazy. Or whatever, other places, the, ta the talent is there, the, the money is there. Like, I mean, shit, the DMV. How do you go to certain parts of, of, of DC? Hey, there ain't nothing but rich ass black people over there. Yeah, that's the gentrification. But but they still, black. they still they, they still they black, still but black. they you know what I mean. I, I, I they gentrified. Yeah. What you mean? I mean the black people gentrified that too. I mean it's just I'm talking about like you know where, where you have Atlanta crushing. and you have you know a base like you guys being Valley from here. The people who what? are from DC don't benefit from oh, okay, the, the successes you. of the city. The they way coming from somewhere else. They coming from somewhere else. When I was in DC, I was like, oh damn, it's a division here. I hate when I see a division in black culture where when I'm like, bro, y'all so close to each other. Why y'all why y'all beefing? It's a 20 minute drive. Like, this is stupid. Oh, whatever. But it's like, this has been generations and generations of like, yeah. you're working to get on this side. So if you're on that side, uh, uh sir. Yeah, yeah. Right. How did you get Stay there? Over there Who did you pay? Here. Right, exactly. And it's like, bruh, let the nigga over here and show him how to stay here. Damn. But that's, that's a crazy that's perspective. A you know, a we got ways to go, but we our got, culture gonna make it. We're working on it. We're working yeah. on it. We're working on it. We're Don't ever count, count, count my niggas out. Count my niggas out. Don't be safe too, guys. Man. Yes, Homework, sir. Dad socks. Um, shout out to my brother, RGB. Tell where they can get the shoes, all your products. Yeah, this hands hard too, man. It's a black-owned company, RGB. Let's go. Atlanta. 
or whatever. Support what, what, Where can I sign those? Um, RGP.com. 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 RGP. B. 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 Hey man, you I just try not to they show y'all my shit because y'all all always talking shit. My dog. Yours go good. Nah. Hey man. It's you want to roll yours up? Don't let it be. Come on. Honest, man. Yes, I got sir. a question for you, uh, Yeah. Question. 2013, Charles Arena. Yeah, uh, and Donald Glover. Uh, can you speak to just like that early, um, you know, working with him? And did you, did you think or see that, um, how impactful he'd be to the later on in the year? Yes. Um, meeting Donald Glover, Charles Gambino, however you want to refer to him, um, I identify with him because he grew up Jehovah's Witness. I grew up Jehovah's Witness. Mm. So when I saw that left to center awkwardness, I was like, oh, he's just a Jehovah's Witness. How whatever. So to me, like the first time I met him is like, oh, he flew me out to um, to come do the thing with him in Chris Bosch's old mansion in LA. Nice ass mansion on the hills, pool off the side of the hill. You know what I'm saying? It's just amazing here. It's me and Chance the Rapper playing Connect Four, just hanging out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Life is great. Right. I don't ever you know what I'm saying. I don't, at the time, I don't even know who this, who Chance the Rapper is. Mm -hmm. How whatever? It's just like, oh, I'm gonna play. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna play. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bust this nigga. He don't know how good I am at this game. It's actually the only game I'm good at. Right. I would have to kill this light skinned nigga right now. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, it's a long time ago. I'm racist. Yeah. I'm sorry. How would have, you know what I'm saying? I've gotten way better with black culture over the years. Um, and but to you know, see being around him, he is a very great curator to me of the people that he, his his association. So it showed me then. I was just like, damn. I gotta find some artsy friends, artsy new friends. I had my current friends, but we were so street. Like I come from like street shit, bro, which is like, I'm not down on it. It's just like, bro, that has a certain type of skill set with it. And if I'm not doing that skill set, then it's kind of yeah. like useless in the things that I'm doing now at the time. So when I got around him and his entourage of people, how whatever, I was like, damn, these niggas know songs I never heard of that, that helped me make better, make, help me make my next album. Like me and them helped me do Tempe Smile, my next project, where I was like, ooh, what if I do a song that has Gucci Man, Scooter, Alley Boy, and then, oh, wait a minute. I just did this thing with Charles Gambino. He from the east side. Stone Mountain is the east side, the suburbs and the hood. If it got black people in it, it's still one. It's just a different type of house. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like that's like meeting him showed me that like we gonna be alright type situation because left to center is okay. And it seeing Atlanta later on and just seeing how he moved, it's like, duh, this dude right here could make Star Wars by himself. And yeah. New Face brought you some Love. shit. New Face! New Face in these yeah, knees! Atlanta legend, ghetto legend, legend, legend. Let's do it. Oh, wow. No, yeah, we do it. Yes, 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 yes. And you open that up. Trinidad James in there. Yes, sir. But then you open that up right there, that, that fresh one. Look what's inside there. Yeah. Look what we got inside. Oh. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. 
Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 